This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's a Wednesday. Week one is right around the corner. In fact, as we record it, it is the eve of the NFL season getting started with the Bills and the Rams doing battle on Thursday Night Football. Couldn't have asked for a better Thursday Night Mm. kickoff game than the Bills in the Rams. Should we do a quick pick here? Do you like either team right now? Uh, I am leaning towards the Bills. I think the Bills on are gonna, the road. Yeah, I think they're gonna come out and make a statement, man. I think they are going to come out, and I think they might win by ten points. It is Buffalo minus two and a half. I'm shocked to see that Buffalo is favored in this game. I might take the Rams there. You think the Rams are gonna win outright or cover the spread? Win outright. Yeah. Okay. Been defending Super Bowl champs, raising the banner. You don't think they'll have a little bit of a distraction? Usually it doesn't happen. And the only thing that concerns me is the Matt Stafford elbow injury, which... They said he's great. They said he's perfect. Like, But what I've heard is that it's it seems to be reminiscent of Big Ben's elbow injury. So if it actually lingers for as long as Ben's did, that could mean bad news. But in the short term, if you can play through it, I, I do like... The home team, it's it's going to be a tough game. It could be. I mean, who knows? Have we ever seen a week one matchup be the Super Bowl preview? I would have to go into the Google machine and the archives to double mm-hmm. check that to make sure that we haven't before. But but it very well could be. It usually is a really good game, too. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it but very the cross-conference well aspect is, is yeah, unusual. Yeah, is intriguing, right. It's usually a conference opponent. Like the year prior, it was the Cowboys and the Buccaneers that opened up the season right. in Tampa Bay. But since it is Wednesday, we've got some business to attend to first. It's time for the Steelers Standards' first official 2022 power rankings. All right, do you want to start with the power rankings, or do you want to go to the just didn't quite make the cut, the JDQMTC? <laughs> I love that. What? <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Let's go to the JDQMTC first. All right, perfect. JDQMTC, go ahead I got, and give me your team. You I got, got a I got couple five of teams. Too. Oh, you got five teams, yeah. so we each do. So I have only two AFC teams and three NFC teams. I have the Colts and the Dolphins just missing the cut here, and I have the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cardinals. Out of the NFC side of things. My JDQ MTC are the Broncos, the Raiders, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Cardinals. So we had a couple, we had a little bit of a crossover there. Yeah, I just think the AFC South sucks. Now that I'm looking at my list here, I just don't have any team from that division really sniffing anywhere close. Spoiler alert, Colts Titans not in my top 10 or my JDQ MTC. How about this, Tom? Yesterday, while Matt and Dale were doing their power rankings on the drive. What? They're doing power rankings too? That's that's Stole ridiculous. Stole our idea. That's ridiculous, but go on. They had the Jacksonville Jaguars. They said no. they could see the Jaguars finishing ahead of the Titans no. in, the, in, the, in the AFC South. Do you think the Jaguars were in their JDQ MTC? They, I don't uh, no, 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 no. They just predict the Titans being especially bad this year. Wow, that is unusual uh, to see that prediction. Not the Titans maybe regressing, but them being that bad that they think the Jag or that they think the Jags are going to take that much of a step forward. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't. I think the Jags will be third place. I think Texans are going to be in the basement for sure. And maybe the Jags, you know, get to five wins this year. Maybe six wins if they're lucky. But I don't know. Eh. That's a tough one for me to to buy into is them beating out Vrabel and the Titans. The Titans have just been such a stable organization for the past few years. 
Rabel just won Coach of the Year, too, yeah, and because they still of have, their ability to get the eight, number one spot in that conference without Derrick Henry. Yeah, and they still have the king, you know, their, their offensive Well, DNA. we don't know if they still have him. He's I mean, there. He's, he's there. Fine. I don't know if he's there there. Oh, he's there there. I, okay. I'm ready to stake okay. my reputation on that. He's going to be just I know, fine. I know you don't do, um, like, uh, you don't do... Um, Season-long fantasy. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, last night I was in a draft, and I had the fourth overall pick, and both Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry were available. Were available. Sorry, I went with Derrick Henry just because you trust him staying healthy. More. I trust him more staying healthy than I do Christian McCaffrey, but I was still a little nervous making my pick. I would be too, because Christian McCaffrey could be a better running back if he stays healthy. But I think you made the right choice, Jacob. Let's get into our power rankings right now. You want me to start, or you want to start? Who wants honors? Uh, you got it. All right, I'll you take go for honors. it. I'll step up to the tee box first. Number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. I okay. think Dallas is still my favorite to win the NFC East, although with the injury to their tackle, that is really starting to worry me a little bit more. And I think the Eagles improved a lot this year, and they could definitely haul down the Cowboys, especially if injuries are a problem for them. But if Dak can stay healthy, I think the team is fine. I want to see Tony Pollard get more carries than Zeke this year. I think he's a better running back. I think defensively, they've got a unicorn in Micah Parsons, and I think they've got a defense that's just getting better year after year, and he's now just the cornerstone of that defense. So all around, this looks like a playoff roster to me. I think they will make the playoffs this year. Right now, I have them just breaking into my top 10, and the only team from the NFC East to do that, again, the Eagles are in my JDQ MTC, so they're right on the heels of the Cowboys. Uh, but I think, if anything, it's just the juxtaposition between one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, jo- excuse me, not juxtaposition. The jockeying for position between numbers one and two in that division with probably both teams making the playoffs. Yeah, I think we both had the Eagles as our one of, as one of our wildcard teams, if not the number one spot in that in that wild card standings uh but for me i have as my number 10 team i have the denver broncos wow okay i know so they i know Russ they were... wilson sneaks into denver and they jump right into jacob rex top 10 i love it i think russell wilson is just that good of a quarterback i know people say oh well he struggled last year the the, the, the seahawks missed the super or missed the playoffs they only won what like six or seven games I mean, are you going to blame put all of that on Russell Wilson? I think the defense is solid enough. I know they they now are without Malik Reed and and Bradley Chubb is a question mark rather than a, a um an actual guarantee to be a great player, but he's still there. I think the defense is good enough and I think Russell Wilson is the type of quarterback who can elevate an offense. I think they have a lot of young talent. They have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton as the receivers. They have great I mean a lot of teams now, Tom, I think, are trying their best to employ a dual running back, right? Mm-hmm. I think they see that what could happen with a Derrick Henry or a Christian McCaffrey, you're so reliant on one guy who is so great, but what happens when you're when they're gone, the guys you have behind them are so bad that your running game is just completely upended. So you look at Denver, who has Javante. They, they went out and signed Melvin Gordon the year prior, but then they went and drafted Javante Williams, and now they have both. And both are contributors. So I think you you add Russell Wilson to that to that formula. I think they're going to be competitive. I believe you have them in fourth place in your pro- projections for this year, and the and the and the AFC West. Is that correct? Uh, I do have them coming in last. I had them coming in third, and being a playoff team, 
But right now, I just think at the start of the season, it's it's very fair to put the Broncos in your top 10 with the potential that Russell Wilson can provide for them. Again, that could easily change by the end of the year. Russell Wilson can fizzle out. The Broncos could become completely irrelevant. But that'd be pretty that'd be pretty bad for the Broncos if Russell Wilson really doesn't work out considering how much they paid to acquire him. Number nine, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. On my JDQMTC. Yeah, and I think you did that for the reasons why I had them as low on my list because I don't know if Trey Lance is that good. I, I just don't yes. know what we've seen from him yet. The, the the thing is, though, if he's not good, you plug in Jimmy G and you know exactly what you got you for that exactly team. You know exactly what you got. But that whole team. That's a big distraction to hit that team with. You know what I mean? Swapping in yes. quarterback after quarterback. Especially after... one that you moved up for in the draft, the number three overall pick. To get Trey Lance, yeah, that'd be a, a hard pill to swallow if you if you have to to put Jimmy G in, G in there at some point. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that you know that's something that you don't want to have to do, but it's a bullet that they now have in their arsenal, and they can deploy it if they deem it's necessary. But I just look at that roster overall: defense, uh, weapons on offense, running game. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, especially with a running scheme. I think they're such a good team. I I think they're clearly a top 10 team as we sit here right now. I predicted that they would make the playoffs as a wild card. Some people have picked them to win the division over the Rams. Again, not ready to go there just yet. If I knew what we were getting in Trey Lance, and if if what we were getting in Trey Lance is what a lot of people project we'll get in Trey Lance, I think they'd be a top five team to me right now. But the fact that he's just mm, such a big question wow. mark has them held down. They're just that good of a roster. I'd say top ten for sure. Top five is tough because I think the top five teams, I'd say the top four teams right now are the clear top four teams in the league. Uh, maybe you could sub them in there as the number five team, but I do like them with with a fully, you know, a full potential given his his pedigree coming out of I, not really pedigree, but given his expectations coming out of college, his wildly like his wildly, you know, I'm I'm failing on the word here, but the expectations for him were wild, right? They were all over the place. You had no idea exactly what he would be capable of coming out of college, but if he can live up to that, yes, they they will be a dangerous team. Any danger? I mean, I, I assume we'll we'll both have the Rams yet to be mentioned here, but any danger, if Trey Lance is that good, any danger of usurping the Rams for the NFC West crown? Uh, yeah, I think there is danger. Mm. They almost they were in a do-or-die game last year to win the NFC against the Rams. So I, I could definitely see if Trey Lance does pan out that they'll be right there with L.A. in the end again this year. Your number nine? My number nine was your number ten. I got mm. the Dallas Cowboys. Very nice. Uh, they should be a lot higher, right? Given how talented their their roster is and how talented their quarterback team or how cor- how talented their quarterback Dak Prescott is. However, year after year, we're reminded just who the Dallas Cowboys are. They're a disappointment to themselves. They're a disappointment to their fans. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna set wild expectations for them this year. I know they can be good. They could probably win the division as long as Dak Prescott stays healthy. They should take care of business. But I don't. I don't see them being worthy of more than a top nine spot on a power rankings right now. If they go out there and Micah Parsons says, hey, I wasn't just good enough to be rookie defensive rookie of the year or in the running for defense or for overall defensive player of the year, 
I should be the defensive player of the year. I'm really that good. If he can elevate his game and add a couple of wins just based off of his talents, then yes, I'll move them up. But again, Tom, once we fast forward to January, and if they lose in the first round again, we could be in the same spot here next year at the very beginning of the 2023 season. And I I would say the roster looks about the same, but I have no large expectations for them for making a deep playoff run. Number eight for me, I got the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Team we spent a lot of time talking about in a previous episode we did, so if you missed it, obviously tune into that, and we'll continue to talk about them throughout the week as that is week one's opponent for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Uh, but Super Bowl hangover is obviously looming over this team like a bad rain cloud. Everybody seems to think that it's going to happen. It's up to them, and it's up to the coaching staff to really not have that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot are on the shoulders of that coaching staff. They're inexperienced, and they're young despite getting to the Super Bowl last year. Let's see how they handle a lot of expectations and a big target painted on your back. So i got the Bengals checking in at number 8 right now, and they are not the last AFC North team you'll hear me say in this power ranking. Well, funny that you mentioned that division because I have another AFC North team as my number 8, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. The Ravens... I sh- I would put higher, but just given it's week one, we haven't seen them on the field yet. We haven't seen Lamar Jackson back out there yet. I'm going to keep them here at number eight. But if Lamar Jackson is healthy, Tom, this is a possible top five team in the league. If he can stay fully healthy for the year, there's no reason this team shouldn't make the playoffs unless they lose every single other starter. I don't care how hobbled Gus Edwards is, how hobbled J.K. Dobbins is. If Lamar Jackson is on the field, that team should be in the contention to win a game and make it to the playoffs. Well, my number seven team was the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So I'm right there with you as far as the Ravens are concerned. Yeah, they should be a top five team if all things go well injury-wise. I think that they are a contender for the Super Bowl this year. Really, any team that we mention from now on, for me, is a contender for the Super Bowl uh, in my mind. And I just I think injury luck was the biggest thing that plagued them last year. They're not exactly the healthiest team right now, but they're way healthier than they were. Yes, And yes, Lam- yes. Lamar has such a chip on his shoulder, so mm-hmm. I, I just see him balling out early this year. But it's kind of like his fault, isn't it? No. For- No? No, how's it his fault? Well, he's representing himself. He has no agent. He's betting on himself. Yeah, he wants money. Give him money. He better better earn it, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Uh, From a couple of years ago at this point. And what happened when he won that MVP? They, I believe they lost in in their first appearance. They were the the one seed last year until he got hurt. That's true. And then then the team that took away that one seed went all the way to the Super Bowl, something that Lamar Jackson has yet to do. <laughs> number seven for you. Uh, number seven for me, I have the, and you're not going to like this, I have the L.A. Chargers at my number seven. Mm. Uh, just just show me that you can make it to the playoffs, and I'll put you in my top five. Just get there. I have yet to see it. I like, I like the team. I like the additions they made on defense this year with J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. But get there. Justin Herbert. In two years, you have yet to make the playoffs. In his first full season, Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl. Just get there. Just you don't, I don't, you don't have to win a game. Just especially in this division, if you can get there, I'd be impressed. My number six team was the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm so, shocked. So you, like I'm shocked right, you have them that low. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in front of them, and we're right on each other's heels, or at least yes. you're on my heels here, uh, having each team that I've named the past couple times just below the notch that I have him at. But 
Yeah, I'm a big believer in the Chargers, but I do agree with you that this year for sure is the shut up uh, or put up or shut up year. They have to prove it now. They got all the weapons on defense and free agency. The coach got all of his wishes on his wish list in free agency. Great offensive line. Great weaponry on the offensive side of the ball. Austin Eckler, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen. The list goes on and on. And Justin Herbert is an elite quarterback in the making. He is. They got to make the playoffs this year. They got to win a playoff game this year, if, really. If, yeah, I, I, I said just get there. I think if the Chargers get there but lose in the first round, yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty. If they miss the playoffs, Tom, for the third straight year to start Herbert's quarterback, what is the reaction in, in Los Angeles? Not good. Your number six? Uh, my number six, uh, you mentioned them a little bit earlier. I got the Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. in number six. So the Bengals, we've talked about a nauseam here for basically all day, all three episodes that we've done today. Uh, they, For the reason I have them at number six is why is the reason – is the opposite of the reason of why I had the Chargers at number seven. The Bengals have been there and done that, right? They they have the young quarterback. They have the young, talented receivers and running backs. They got to the Super Bowl. In the first, I get it, it's the first year, and we're, I'm going to bring up the Dan Marino thing again because you always have to, but at least they did it last year. And here we are at a day away from the start of the next season, and a lot of people are picking the Bengals to win that division. Even if the even if the Ravens are fully healthy, a lot of people like the Bengals as a team overall because of the improvements they've made both on offense and defense and the retention that they've kept, right? As we mentioned earlier in, in, in our episode from earlier today, really the only name that they lost on defense was Larry Ogunjobi. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's pretty much the same exact defense, which did enough to get them, all again, all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, so I got the Bengals as my number six. Very possible, even though I have my, even though I have them as my number six, I did have the Ravens as my AFC North division winners, but that comes within a little asterisk if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy. Number five for me, I've got. Sorry. Oh, Uh-oh. the Green Bay Packers. I just think that Green Bay, despite the fact that they're in a transition as far as the type of team that they are, you know. They're going to be run heavy this year. They don't have the pass, pass, pass first mentality. They're going to rely on defense. They're going to let Rodgers win the the games for them in the end like he always does. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, there could be some regression there, and I've picked the Minnesota Vikings to beat them for the division. You did. But I also, in that same prediction, picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. So I still think that the Packers are a very good team and very worthy to start out in my initial top five. So I think I got a little trigger happy there, Tom, because I heard you starting to say the gr- Green Bay Packers because my number five team, the Green Bay Packers. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I just love this new toy that I have, this gun here. It's awesome. The Green Bay Packers are <laughs> they're a top five team, Tom, but in my opinion, it's a tier below the top four. Okay, you Put a I lot like, more weight in the top four teams, which yes. I think are, are going to be the same for us. I like the top – I and in whatever order, I'm not sure. But, yes, I believe our top four will be the same. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, you lose Devontae Adams before the draft even happens, and you still use both of your – both of your first-round draft picks on defensive guys. There is nothing Aaron Rodgers can possibly say – in his lifetime that could ever get the Packers to spend a first-round draft pick on someone as an offensive weapon for him to use, right? 
for his entire career, basically, since he earned the starting job ever since Brett Favre left, he's been asking them, them being the Packers, to to please go out and use the draft on someone on offense. And what do they do a couple years? Oh, they go out and draft Jordan Love. What do they do this year with two first-round draft picks and no Devontae Adams? Oh, we'll just bolster up our defense, right? What could this guy ever say that could actually get this team to listen to him? I don't know, but uh, I, I think that he's going to be pleasantly surprised this year. I think that this is a, a, a model that he can, you know, a lot of older veterans have rode strong defenses and running games to glory in the past, and they haven't been as good as Aaron Rodgers is now. So I think this is a good model to follow. So, so far we're one for one in our top five. Number four, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you agree? Do you agree? Kansas City? Yes? No? No. Oh, Sorry. I like the Chiefs to still be very competitive this year, and I think I picked them to make the AFC Championship game despite not winning the division against the Chargers. Um, they lost Tyreek Hill, but Patrick Mahomes is the one thing you can't lose, and you still have Travis Kelsey on top of that. Right, which is why— De- Defensively, meh, but mm-hmm. I think the offense is still going to be good enough to overcome that. Mm-hmm. I agree. My number four team, I got the LA Rams. Wow! Okay. Listen, I said these four teams at the top are the are the cream of the crop, right? They're— they are above everybody else. I think it's it's these four teams against the rest of the league. If I if I could, if I were a betting man like you, I would take this four teams versus the field for sure. Number three for me, Tampa Tom and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whoa! I love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, what do you mean, whoa? I put them at number three. That's true. That's it's true. Not that's like, true it's that's not true. like I'm completely wiping that's my true. butt with Tampa Bay right now. Uh, they did lose a lot on the offensive line, but I think they'll be just fine there. Antonio Brown stripped naked halfway through the season last year. <laughs> they kind of had to replace him on the fly with a Godwin injury dealing uh, as a thorn in their side. Godwin's back. Evans is back. Uh, they don't have Gronk yet. That might be a midseason addition to them, but the defense is still elite status in my mind, and they have the GOAT. So they I do think Tampa goat. Bay is going to firmly be in the top five for the majority of the season. So my number three team was your number four team. I got the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs is my number three. I think Patrick Mahomes is the difference maker here over the Rams, right? I like that, yes, they could lose. They could lose Tyreek Hill. They could lose Travis Kelsey. They could lose everybody. It didn't matter as long as they kept Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. With Juju, I don't. I don't even like Juju on that team really. I mean, maybe he'll do well. Sky Moore, sure. We'll see how he does. Uh, I believe they went out and poached from the Packers, Marquez Valdez Scantling, who really is a nobody. Only we know him because there's a bunch of nobodies in Green Bay for the last couple of years besides Devontae Adams. So the receiving core is whatever. They still have Tyree. They still have Travis Kelsey, but all that matters is they have. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who got them again to their fourth straight AFC championship game. Fourth straight. Number two for me, the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Team team that you had at number four in your power rankings, but you said that that's still the cream of the crop for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I love the fact that we've got Rams Bills coming up, and I think that the Rams are not going to experience a Super Bowl hangover uh, as a team that won the Super Bowl last year. I think this is a team that has the makings of a Let's just, you know, they pour so much into this team. They, who cares about draft picks? What do their GM say? F them picks in the offseason right. period. Like, this is a team that's just in it to win it as fast, win as many as fast as possible. And I think this year 
they're primed to repeat and comfortably in my top five, sitting at number two as my runner-up uh, favorite to start the season. My number two, Tampa Tom coming in with the Buccaneers. So I guess I had that visceral reaction to you putting them at number three is because I figured you would also put them in number two. Mm. I do like the Rams at, as your number two team. I, I respect them a lot, but I just think that, with again, I, I put the difference maker at the quarterback, and I, I give the nod to, to Tom Brady, who is gonna, who was making headlines because he wasn't around for a lot of training camp, but guess what? He's going to come back, and he's going to throw for nearly 5,000 yards. He's going to throw for 30 touchdowns plus. He's going to have less than 10 interceptions. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are going to run circles around everybody. Julio Jones is on the team. It won't even matter what he does just because Tom Brady is that good. He'll either elevate Julio enough or Julio won't matter or Julio won't be good enough, and he'll just keep throwing the ball to Mike Evans and uh, – and Chris Godwin and that team will win what twelve games, twelve and five or thirteen and four. Get the number two overall seed, or maybe get the number one overall seed, like I projected in my season, uh, my season projections last week, and I had them go- going all the way to the Super Bowl. And I'll do this one together for both of us. Okay, go our ahead. number one team is the Buffalo Bills. How could you not? They're plus three twenty five yeah. right now to win the Super Bowl. That's one of the. Uh, Heaviest favorites in recent memory for a Super Bowl favorite at this point. But I saw somebody who is a handicapper just said, everybody just keeps pounding them with bets that they're going to win the Super Bowl. We had to move the odds down. Uh, They're just the complete package. And they would have, I think, beat the Bengals last year and gotten through if they got past that amazing game against the Chiefs. Unfortunately, they did not. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to just fuel them. I think they're going to get there this year. Uh, We both like the Bills at number one. Yeah, the Bills are, again, it comes down to the quarterback, right? Think how lost the Bills would be without Josh Allen. The Bills. Would I know s- what the Bills would be without Josh Allen. They lost, what, 9-3 to to the Jaguars with Tyrod Taylor in the playoffs that one year when McDermott first started. And uh, then the Jaguars went on to beat who? The Pittsburgh Steelers the very next that. round. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The The Bills are a nobody. I mean, maybe the Bills, would the Bills with Mitch Trubisky be intriguing at all? Possibly. Six seed, seven seed. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that, that division for the AFC East would certainly be up for grabs year in, year out, no because all three teams at the top between the Jets, the or sorry, the Pats, the Dolphins, and the Bills, you never really know. But that's the difference maker is Josh Allen. Is Josh Allen the best player in the NFL right now? I think he is. I think he is, too, even though the players voted him at, what, like number 10? Who cares about the players? That was a dumb decision on their part. I don't know how he got that low and Tom Brady was number one, but... Whatever, yeah, it was a dumb decision by the players. I to my and in both of our minds, I believe Josh Allen is the number one player. When you have the number one player, especially when he's a quarterback, that easily makes you the number one team in the league. Miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows like The Drive in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show The Steelers Standard, as well as many more. They are all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for today's episodes. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. Back again on Friday, digging into Steelers Bengals this Sunday in Cincinnati. Week one of the NFL season starts Thursday night. We'll also get into a recap of that on Friday. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opperman, and this has been the Steelers Standard.